Hello and welcome to the Elsian Legal Podcast, bringing you expert views and analysis of the legal aspects of transfer pricing compliance. Our focus is always on real-world, practical insights that you can apply in your everyday work. In this episode, we talk again to Elsian Legal's co-founder, Paul Sutton. You may know that Paul is the author of a book, Intercompany Agreements for Transfer Pricing Compliance, A Practical Guide. It's available on our website in the Training Hub section. It was first published in early 2019, and now, in collaboration with the whole LCN team, Paul is writing an updated version, which will be published in September this year. We asked Paul onto the podcast to talk about his reasons for writing the original version of the book, why the updated version is now required, and what will be different. We hope you enjoy the discussion. Hello, Paul. Welcome. Great to be here again. So you're here because uh, you're going to produce an updated version of the book, um, Intercompany Agreements for Transfer Pricing Compliance, a practical guide. Uh, The original version came out in uh, early uh, 2019, I think, so it's nearly five years old now. Tell us a bit about the the original version of the book. You know, um, who was it for? Who is it for? Yes, so so really the book was and is for anyone who cares about transfer pricing compliance and who cares about holistic approaches to managing group structures which actually work from a cross-functional perspective. So that that's that's who it's for. Um, and within that, it's probably three main audiences. One is transfer pricing and international tax professionals. So that's both in uh, in-house functions and in advisory practices. It's also for corporate lawyers, um, including in-house and in, in advisory practice, and also for compliance professionals in terms of risk management professionals as well. And what were you trying to achieve by writing the, the book in 2019? So, so really, it was all about providing a reference point for the legal practicalities of implementing transfer pricing policies. Um, and And really, the driver was... Yes, we've got the OECD transfer pricing guidelines. Yes, we've got various local expressions or country expressions of, of that. Yes, we've got the uh, the United Nations transfer pricing manual. But there was actually no central reference point to explain what that actually means as regards the form and content of intercompany agreements um, and how to manage them in practice. So it, it was it's really been a function of kind of piecing together guidance on that um, and hopefully putting it in one reference point um, and for for that to be a, a focal point for our development as a firm LCN Legal um, so that we can continue to expand and, and refine our understanding. And I think it was successful in that aim wasn't it? I mean I've seen various reviews of it saying it's a fundamentally essential guide to this to this subject so I think you achieved what you set out to do and um how that, that's five years ago. How how has the transfer pricing world and the transfer pricing community uh, changed in that time? Yeah, it's, it's a really really interesting question. Kind of standing back and thinking, okay, so what has happened? Um, and there are a few things that I would point to. One is obviously we had COVID, you know, end of 2019, 2020. And in the transfer pricing world, we had the OECD's guidance as to transfer pricing implications of, of COVID or rather how to handle transfer pricing policies in with, with reference to all the changes that COVID forced. 
Um, and the central message um, from my perspective of that guidance was the concept of renegotiating intercompany transactions, in other words, renegotiating the agreement. So that emphasis was, I think, really interesting. Obviously, in a sense, there's nothing new because it fits in with all the other basic principles that were already in the TP guidelines. But that emphasis, I think, was really important because it ties in the transfer pricing view of the world with the corporate and legal entity view of the world. So, so we had that. Um, since then, we've had a whole load of interesting case, cases and important cases like Coca-Cola and BlackRock and Singtel and Aspro and the Amgen investor litigation and the 3M blocked income um, disputes. And so all of that, um, maybe there's there's been nothing new conceptually. So probably there has been nothing new conceptually, but those very specific targeted application of those principles with obviously with with very significant impacts for the taxpayers you know that's that's been a very important development and then we have other developments such as germany last year uh that the 2023 administrative principles which are so focused so targeted and saying the point in time for applying the arm's length principle is actually the date of the agreements and so while Again, you could say, well, that's actually implicit in the whole of transfer pricing. Um, to have such a specific and focused expression of that, I, I think, has 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 been an important marker that uh, the environment is continuing to develop. So, was that the impetus for uh, creating the the new version? Was it that the the first version was sort of out of date in in, in some ways? Yeah, so so it's it's not that there was a specific trigger because you know these developments are happening all all the time, and also it's not that there's anything in the the original version of the book, the 2019 edition, which is wrong because what that book was trying to do was just set out this universal general principles in terms of legal implementation of of transfer pricing. So none of that has changed. The, the, the fundamentals of how contracts work and how risk allocation can work in agreements, that hasn't changed. The fundamentals of needing to map transfer pricing transactions onto the actual transaction from a legal perspective, that hasn't changed. Um, it's it's really just um, the fact that, yes, four or five years have, have passed. There have been a lot of specific third-party developments in terms of cases, but also... In that time, we've obviously had a lot more exposure with working alongside transfer pricing professionals, also um, with large corporates, especially in the the US, and really um, getting more insights as to how different organizations are dealing with these things in practice. And one thing that's become really obvious is that there's a huge discrepancy in terms of how different corporations, different corporates manage their agreements. And at the one one end of the scale, we speak to organizations which are just incredibly sophisticated and, and consistent in the way that they manage their agreements. For example, they would have rules such that no intercompany transactions can be booked, charges can be booked, unless it's backed up by an appropriate agreement. So having that kind of hard rule from an accounting perspective, bookkeeping perspective, if if, if you like, to enforce the need and drive the need for agreements and also to have a formal governance process involving quarterly scorecards and and so on for tracking things like 
um, actual margins or budgeted forecasted margins versus targeted margins. Um, so that's on the one hand, one end of the scale. At the end, other end of the scale, there are um, corporates, even very large corporates, which just seem to be extremely haphazard about how they manage their legal implementation. So it's been a huge, you know, it's been a huge opportunity to basically collect that best practice, that practical best practice that we're experiencing and hopefully assisting with and encapsulate that in an updated version of the book. Right. So it sounds then it's the new version of the book. It sounds like, will it be like a sort of a refresh, rewrite, or a sort of more substantial kind of page one reboot? I mean, what tell us more about what exactly the differences between the two will be. Yes, so 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 really the book is in two parts. One is is just restating the basic principles, the fundamental principles, and reminding the reader, reminding the audience as to what the OECD TPG says and what that actually means as regards to the legal expression of transfer pricing policies. So in in that part of the book is is more a refresh because yes, there there have been important developments, including pillar one and pillar two and 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 so on, but actually the fundamentals transfer pricing and the legal governance of groups has not changed. So, so that's that's more of a refresh. The area of the book which is uh which we're aiming to expand in a much more significant way is to give a lot more detail, a lot more guidance on the practicalities of scoping out transactions. You know, the choice of um, TP method going alongside the choice of the legal expression of intercompany uh, transactions, so that's the form and, and substance. So, giving a lot more practical guidance as to scoping, and also on a transaction type by transaction type uh, basis, giving a lot more guidance and hopefully a, a structured um, and uh, and clear process to follow for anyone who is actually tasked with considering how to implement, for example, a transactional profit split. So the sequence of steps to go through in order to analyze that and end up with appropriate agreements, which are aligned with appropriate transfer pricing policies. So um, that's part of the book where we're aiming to provide a lot more practical guidance. The new version will be quite different to the uh, first version then in, 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 in many key respects. So tell us about the about the process uh, of, of writing the new version. Who's involved? And I know that a lot of people say when they do a big writing project, the actual project itself becomes a, a learning process. You know, you, you you learn new things, you get new insights. So to, to tell us a bit about that as well. Yeah, totally. I can't remember what the adage is. If you, if you want to learn something, then you, then you you teach it. And yeah. I think that's been so much the journey of us at LCN. And I genuinely mean us because, you know, obviously what we're trying to encapsulate in the book is not just my thoughts, it's it's the thoughts of the whole team, the experiences of the whole team. Um, and when when I look back at our journey um over the last 10 years in, in LCN, you know, we we always wanted to have a, a big education element to to what what we do because sharing know-how is is really important. But it, it's also critical to uh, our thinking process because expressing thoughts to other people forces us to think more clearly and structure it in a logical way. So um, that's very much been the philosophy for the book as well. Fantastic. So um, let's get on to every writer's least favourite word, deadline. 
when are you planning to publish the new version? So, um, as as you know, these things take time. So it's not a matter of just uh, ha have sitting down for a week or a month or whatever and, and trying to find it all down. And that's the book comes out fully formed. Certainly, that's not the way it works for me or 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 for us. So. Um, we're, we're aiming at a launch date, which is the second half of this year, 2024. Um, and that is going to be aligned with the uh, the launch of our new US office, uh, which is a hugely exciting development for us. So although I, I would say over 50% of our clients, especially our new clients in the field of intercompany agreements are, are US headquartered multinationals. So we're already doing... Uh, more than half of our work in that space, if if you like, um, it's a natural expression of our development to have feet on the ground in in, in the US, and it also seemed a natural um, point to coincide the the release of this uh, new version of the book with with the launch of that office. Fantastic. Well, I'm sure we'll have more to say about the uh, new version as it uh, approaches its uh, publishing date, possibly on the podcast or on the newsletter and on on LinkedIn. In the meantime, if this has piqued anyone's interest um, uh, in the in, in the current version, where, where can they find out more about that? So, um, if if uh, if you are interested, you can go to our website, which is lcnlegal.com. I think it's in the training hub section of of the website, and you'll find a tab which uh, uh, allows people to to buy the book to to, to get their own copy. Um, and as you mentioned, for anyone who wants um, updates. Um, and uh, more progress uh, reports on the book and, and other things, then um, you can subscribe for our newsletter, which is also, you can find the link on our website or uh, follow us on, on LinkedIn. Great, thanks a lot. Well, we'll look forward to hearing those updates in due course. Uh, but in the meantime, Paul, thanks a lot for coming in. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the LCN Legal Podcast. We'd love to hear what you think. You'll find the contact details on our website, lcnlegal.com. And you'll also find more information there about all the cases and developments and issues that were discussed in this episode. In the training up section, you'll also find a link to take you to a copy of the original version of the book that you can buy. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Go to your podcast provider and search for the LCN Legal Podcast. Until next time, thank you and goodbye.